A reading from the first book of Samuel. In those days, Hannah brought Samuel with her, along with a three-year-old bull, a ephah of flour, and a skin of wine, and presented him at the temple of the Lord in Shiloh. After the boy's father had sacrificed the young bull, Hannah, his mother, approached Eli and said, Pardon, my Lord, as you live, my Lord. I am the woman who stood near you here, praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord granted my request. Now I, in turn, give him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be dedicated to the Lord. She left Samuel there. Verbum Domini. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. Bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles, he also exalts. My heart he raises the needy from the dust. For the dung heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. My Dominus Fobiscum, Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam, Gloria Tidi Dominus, 
Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. Verbum Domini. Our Blessed Mother is the perfect example of how to live in faith and how to live the Word of God. And today we see this in her Magnificat or in the entire context of the visitation. Because there, Mary, who believes, God's word, who knows God's word, is trusting in his promises. And what we see from her is that she is truly blessed as a result of, her, of what she believes and what she knows. And so here, as we see the Blessed Virgin Mary in this gospel passage, she is praising the Lord, exalting him. My soul magnifies the Lord, for my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. You know, here in these passages, Mary in this visitation time, she, she is caught up in God's love. You know, there, there she is, full of charity, as, as the angel Gabriel said, uh, months earlier, Hail Mary, full of grace. And here is the, in this visit, time of visitation with her cousin Elizabeth, there is the love flowing out. That even at the sound of her voice, the baby in her womb leaps for joy. So imagine this here. Here, here is the Blessed Virgin walking in love. No, and then she has this encounter with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, there they are. You know, Elizabeth says that she is fully blessed. No, and here, you know, as, as we, we look at the word blessed, of course, it means one who, who, who is truly happy, who has favor, who is rejoicing there. And Mary, who's one who believes in the Word of God, knows the Word of God, has, 
has been studying the Word her whole life. And in, in knowing the Word, she knows that she is the mother of the Savior and that what the prophets have proclaimed will come to pass. And that this blessedness, yes, blessedness, it is happy. You know, and she's truly happy. But yet what comes with that is not always what we would always perceive as, as good. Because there, you know, like the, here she is, a mother of God. But yet in knowing what the prophets have, have said, that, okay, this would be the Savior. He'd be raised up. He'd save all of Israel. But then when we look closer at some of the other Psalms, the prophets, that this Savior would suffer. So she, knowing all that, knowing what was ahead of her son and, and what was to happen to her as a result of her being the mother of God, that there would be, of course, tremendous joys, but also sorrows. But yet she's able to walk in faith. She's not so concerned about the sorrows. Well, what will, what will happen to me? How will I receive this? Or she's not falling into fear because she knows truly in, in living the word of God, she knows that God is truly with her, that even as she would walk through the valley of the shadow of death, she would fear no evil because God is with her with his rod and his staff. Now, this, this is the kind of faith that she can take, the, that anything that comes her way, she looks to the word. You know, and, and later on, it would say that she pondered these things. Honor the word of God. See, this is what keeps us upright, is the word of God. And so Mary here, with her cousin, she's praising the Lord, thanking him for what he's done. And it's, it's tremendous. See, and what, is this, what does this say to us? Okay, here's Mary, as we, as we, as we call her, one of her titles is Ark of the Covenant. You know, we know that she was, she was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She's carrying Jesus. She's a tabernacle of the Lord. He's in her. She's filled with the Holy Spirit, full of grace. She knows it. And there, you know, she, she's able to walk in this. You know, th this is why there's so much love here. And, it, it, you know, one, it, it reminds me of, recently I was in a, a trip to, uh, to Mexico City, went to visit the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And, and, that, and there is, is a Blessed Virgin in this message, in, in, in the whole event of, of Juan Diego and the Tilma and all of that, is it is, it is a message, it is a time of love, of charity. This is what the Blessed Virgin of Guadalupe is, is communicating, love. And a result of her love, there is this, you know, young native man, or I'm sorry, he's not that young. He's, uh, you know, was in his late 40s or early 50s at the time. But, <laughs> well, that can still be considered young. You know, that's about probably my age. Um, and, and here he is receiving this message because it is brought to him with love. You know, there was a, a time when uh, the first, at first, the, the Blessed Virgin appeared to him said, you need to go tell the bishop to build a church here for the Lord. He comes back, okay, this is the mother of God. Okay, goes back. And then, you know, uh, all, of a, all of a sudden she says, come again. 
you know, I have something for you. Well, his uncle's sick. So then he says, well, I got to get a priest to my, to my uncle, Juan Bernardino. And so he, he, needs, he needs to cross the path where he has seen the Blessed Virgin in Tapiac. So instead of going the same direction uh, around the hill, he goes in back of the hill so that she doesn't see him. So, see, in, in, those, in those days, in, 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 uh, among his people, Juan Diego, of, of the, the natives at the time, the indigenous, they felt that the gods would always be facing one direction. And this was west here. And that they face one direction that they don't turn around. But here, she, here he is trying to go behind her. Well, you know, she's a good holy mother. She has eyes behind her head like many of you mothers do. You know, you know what your kids are doing all the time. You just have that intuition, that sense. So here she is. She turns around and sees him. She calls him. And immediately he would be fearful. See, his people, his, his tribe clan, they thought that the gods were punishers, that they would come and condemn. They would be, bring about harsh judgment. And so they were always afraid of the gods, like frightened of them. What will they do to me? So here she is turning to him, and immediately he's thinking, wow, what is she going to do? She talks to him very tenderly, you know, very, very gently, mercifully. She reaches to him, and this consumes his heart. And then we know that there is the miracle. But yet here is the Virgin of Guadalupe who is pregnant with child, as, as we see there. You know? And much like the visitation here, so full of love, that's who she is, full of love, walking in love and the power of God's love. So be full of grace here. Now, for us who live in this world, you know, we are confronted with many things. You know, there can be, uh, it can be challenging times. But we can't lose faith because of the times or the seasons or what we see out there. See, we look to the examples of, of the Blessed Virgin, the, some of the other saints. And why were they, they so able to be, to be so joyful? Why were they able to walk in love? Because they went to the Word of God. You know, yes, Mary is the, is the first tabernacle of the Lord. She's, she's a temple of the Holy Spirit. She's carrying the Christ, the, the Lord. You know, and, and after she, she's the spouse of the Holy Spirit when the Lord is born, full of, of the Holy Spirit. Now, we who are baptized, and when God's love has been poured into our hearts, we belong to God. We become, as St. Paul says in Corinthians, a temple of the Holy Spirit. And we have been given grace to enter into the life of Jesus Christ, to live like him. But yet, when the hard times come, the troubles are, are here, what do we do? We're caving in. You know, we're, we're getting worried or we may foresee something. Oh, look at, they're saying, they're predicting economic, you know, an economic downfall here. Or, you know, they're saying that this big weather storm is coming. Or, or hey, you know, the, there's disease out there, sickness. And we're, we're, we're giving in to the bad news. We're becoming fearful. But the Blessed Virgin, who knows what, what the fate of her son is, She's not fearful because she knows God will provide because she knows the word and believes. 
And so for us, no, that's what we need to know as well. We need to stand on the promises of God, of his protection, of his fidelity, and that whatever time or harsh time will enter, he will provide the grace in the time of need. He's right there. And as, as it says, in his time, he makes all things beautiful. The Blessed Mother, Virgin Mother, knows this and walks in it. And now for us, we also pray that we also can have the grace to walk in this faith here on this earth. This is how we become saints. You know, of course, like the saints, you know, the, you know or they, they felt fear. You know, they, you know, they were concerned about things, but it, they didn't let that fear swallow them. Or they didn't let it bring, it, bring them down. And yeah, even though there, some of them, like we hear of the martyrs, who they're, they're shaking on their way to their death, their execution, but yet they're, they're trusting in the Lord, and God provides the grace. And so with all of this, he will do for us when we believe. And if we're having trouble believe, remember in the, in, in the scriptures there was a man, his son was possessed by a demon, nobody can cast it out. And he says, and he's having trouble believe. You know, the Lord says, believe. And then he, he just doesn't, he's not all, not all with it. You know, he says, well, help my unbelief. And the Lord helps him, cures his son. And that's how we can approach God. You know, we can ask the Blessed Virgin for her prayers. And what is she going to give us? She's going to give us love. You know, they're going to hear us. They're going to help us through no, we, we, we don't have it all figured out, but when we go to God, he shows us how to do these, even how to believe. You know, we have good examples here. So, brothers and sisters, we come into a time when we're going to celebrate the Lord's birth. It was still a time of anticipation, you know, of, of blessings, of grace. You know, and here in this Magnificat, you know, we, Mary is, is giving praise to God. She knows what it's gonna, what's going to come about. You know, what's, what's going to be proclaimed later further in the scriptures. Here is her son that's going to come forth, the Savior of the world. And she's, she's praising the Lord. And so us, yeah, we, we do. We go out. We do the work of the Lord. We, we suffer for him. We remain faithful. And we can praise God that he's done a great work. You know, this is, this is praise here. This is a, you know, this Magnificat here in, in us in religious life, in the priesthood, we prayed every day an evening prayer. You know, and, and this is, this is a, a praise of God because of the work he has done through this day. And we're thanking him. Sometimes we think that our work, our things for God, for the Lord, doesn't amount to anything. But when it's done in love, it does. Like the Blessed Virgin, here she is, proclaiming, okay, yes, God has done great things. And she's giving thanks to him. And so should we. So now, going forward, as, we, as we're almost there in Christmas, we anticipate more. We thank God for his love for us, for calling us, for giving us his grace so that we can live in this world like him, so we can love like him. We also pray that we may be more aware of the, of the grace inside of us, that we may walk in, in this faith, 
knowing that God provides for us. And then in doing this, hey, then we, we, can, we can go through anything, just like the Blessed Virgin. God bless you all.